Ho, ho, ho! Who are you calling it? Merry Christmas! You've got to respond now. What's the matter? Oh, sorry, Happy Hanukkah! <laughs> oh, it's all the same with you Jews! I was hoping that you'd wish me uh, a fruitful Eid. Would you? Or a Dippy Diwali. Have or a, Diwali a yuck filled Yule. Yes, uh, I like Yule the best. Do you? What is your favourite? <laughs> what's my favourite? Yeah, what's your favourite? I would have to say it's probably a week. Okay, fair mm. enough. And spring, winter, summer or fall? Well, winter, obviously. Really? Yes. Although I know you hate the heat. Yes. But is that, are you being honest? Because yes, very I, much so. I don't mind the cold. No. As you know. Mm-hmm. However... I do get sad when do we you? don't Aww. get blue skies, as I've said. But we get plenty of blue skies. Lovely sunny blue skies in the winter. Not enough. They don't, if you could they vacuum don't work up, properly. They don't work properly. But they're blue. If you could vacuum up all of the clouds. The snow! And I think snow's overrated. Oh, you bastard. Get out. In fact, I, in fact, I, think, I think I'm going to ban snow. Christmas is ruined! <laughs> I think I'm going to ban snow. Are you? Yeah, I think it's just silly. It, I, well, I think you're silly, and I think your mum's silly. I think snow is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, it's toys that fall out of the sky. I've grown up in a place that exciting thing that the weather can do. I grew up in a place which um, Never snow, had snowed snow. once every hundred years yes. and didn't need it. But then you had apartheid, <laughs> you see? No apartheid in this country, snow. You Come on. They wouldn't have liked the country to be covered with white. <laughs> covered with white, that's that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> They'd have wanted it if they could get it, but no, I think that um, I appreciate a deep blue African sky. Even on the best summer's day in mm-hmm. England, the sky is still quite insipid. Right. The closer you are... To well, you're probably... Race, you're racist. The closer you are to the... Uh, I'm racist. I, I, I racist in charge of the... One to, I, well, I like the blue people best. Do you, you prefer... Blue people. You see, you prefer a coloured sky. You don't like black skies, you don't like white skies, but you like the coloured skies. That's your problem. I do, and I think a deep blue sky with red earth is a very evocative image. In this country, you get a sort of insipid milky sky with sort of milky earth. And, <laughs> you know, that's the problem. Come along, Nick, it's time for your milk. <laughs> I love snow. I think snow's amazing, and I'd lo- I don't care if old people die. I get to play. So and that's what matters. So, so your pro- proclamation would be... Kill the old people, give Jon Snow. That's my proclamation. Jon Snow, give Jon Snow what? <laughs> you did a joke! Indeed, your proclamation would be, let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. That would be your proclamation. That would be my proclamation. Okay. Oh, drinky box. Shall we drink to that? Yes, let's drink let's to that. The, the traditional Christmas the, drink, the traditional which is, Christmas the, drink, which is, the, which is a summer Pim's cup. Mm-hmm. Except Absolutely. without the vegetables. Yes. Without the The problem fruit. with Pim's is all that nonsense that they put inside it. So, there's, there's no lemonade. There's nope. no vegetables. Nope. There's no... Uh, Fruit. Vegetation of any matter, no or meat. even meat. Nothing. So all we have. This is the first time anybody has ever done this. Yes, we're going quite to drink daring. neat pims. This is this is a bit like. Um, are you sure you want to do oh, this? It smells delicious. Really? Because it is a, it is a bit like what's that Johnny Knoxville? Jackass. It's a bit like Jackass. It is a bit, isn't it? Tasting neat pims. Well, you know, like not like poison smell of nuts. Don't they? Nuts are nice. Here we go. You ready? Smell it first. Mm-hmm. Strong stuff. Mm. You can tell that by just by the bouquet. Yes. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. 
Okay. Yeah. I can see why they put lots of lemonade. Yes, I can, you want to mix that down a little bit, don't you? It's a bit yeah. boring. Dull. Depressing. Um, yeah. Snow, it's good. As is cold, as is dark evenings. I love dark evenings. There's no business like snow business. Nick, you're like a cracker joke. <laughs> you are. Well, at the time of year. Exactly. It? You can just, occasionally you can pause your or a cassette tape and then just press play <laughs> at the at the cris- crimble table. Don't say crimble. <laughs> you can press play at the crimble table. Ta- instead Have of you... taking out all your crackers from a placky bag. From a placky, I was just about to mention a placky bag. Uh, and before you have a nice game on your specky. Unless, unless of course, you get your cris- crimble dinner from Mac from Mackie D's. Mackie D's. <laughs> you'll be... You'll, you'll... Have you ever had a Christmas dinner in a restaurant? Like actual, your actual Christmas Day food outside of your own house? Yes, last year. Did you know how it, come? It was our first because we weren't going to go. We weren't gonna. Going, we weren't going to go all the way up go. To, go all the way up to Leeds, um, and of course, there's there's no familial Christmas celebrations in London. So because you're all so we so what we did is we went haters. I told you this last time. We went to and, and this was our first time away from Judith actually. Uh, um, you weren't but, with Judith on Christmas Day. No, we were, but for I don't call social services. No, for for, our, for our, what we did is for our meal. Yes, we left Judith with her um, grandparents and mm-hmm. and her uh, and my brother, and we uh, went to a pub in Hampstead, Gosh. which was serving Christmas lunch. And who was there as well? But. Henry Kelly. I've told you about Oh, yes, of course. I remember now. And then Judith came and joined us after lunch, and we all had a walk around Golders Hill Park. It was very nice and very, very cold. But did you not feel sad to have your Christmas dinner cooked for you? No, it was wonderful. And for all the people who were having to work on Christmas Day as well? No. I think I feel sorry for them. I don't, well, they're, I don't they're, feel sorry for the people whose job it is to keep my electricity coming. They're it wasn't, They've got to keep working. It wasn't forced labour. I mean, they <laughs> they were paid handsomely, I'm sure. And it cost more than your average dinner would on that day, I think, to pay their, their, their right, increased yeah. salary. So I think, it, I think it was acceptable. And, in fact, well, this year, um, Victoria's family were wondering whether, because there are so many pregnant and uh, childed people in her family, extended family that it would be difficult to find people to cook so there was a maybe they thought maybe everybody would go out for lunch but instead what's happening is I think they're getting lots of Waitrose stuff half pre-prepared and just banging it in the oven Waitrose entertains why not cook properly usually do but you know well, you can't cook properly when you have a baby yes you can you can't just cook the baby you cook the baby <laughs> they, they're too much fat have you seen you know goose is bad enough that's true yes so you, I assume that you stick with the traditions. Well, <laughs> you're making yourself earrings, yeah. Nick. It's when, beautiful. When you open, when you open, apparently you lot have a particular rule about when you're allowed to open your presents. That's <laughs> really the most. Apparently, Nick is playing with my rare earth magnets, and he's made himself a little earring, and it's really quite chilling to look at. <laughs> it's quite disturbing uh, me. Apparently, the posh people mm-hmm. open their Christmas presents the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve. Really? Apparently so. That's I think that's when the uh, when your queen. Are you sure you don't mean her. Satanists? As I said, when your queen opens. Oh, okay. Uh, have you not heard of that? No. That means you're not posh. No, I'm not posh. Clearly you, not. When I'm do very you middle class. I open them in the morning of Christmas Day. Yes. By a tree. Yes. Do you have a stuffed Scot? A stuffed <laughs> Scot. That's my tradition. Is <laughs> a st- one stuffed Scot. <laughs> a stuffed stocking. Um, it's quite well, difficult to say stuffed stocking. As a child, mm-hmm. uh, we would have a big stocking in our mm-hmm. bedrooms. Yes. And um, then at and Christmas, would... they'd have things put in. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. And we'd go into our parents' bedroom and open the stocking presents. Mm-hmm. And then we would go downstairs and then there would be presents under the tree a bit later in the morning. Right. Um, would they only appear later in the morning? or that's No, no, they would be, be there for weeks, like a week beforehand, driving us crazy. So Father Christmas came... No, not that's not true. A couple of days beforehand, maybe. So Father Christmas did come quite, quite early, then, to your household. And you deliver those presents... Yeah, no, no, the stocking would be from Father Christmas. That would arrive by magic overnight. But the other presents were from my family. Did you ever believe that? Yes. Wholeheartedly? Mm, I don't know, but... I, you, well, children believe in a really specific and interesting way, so yeah. they, I've not read enough of this to be ex to say this with any authority but there's been some studies into do children genuinely think their toys are alive and they don't and if you ask a child is your toy alive they'll say no it's just a toy but they will interact with it as if it were alive and they will tell you like they'll do something naughty and the toy will have done it and I quite wholeheartedly believe that my nephew did this he was he he spent an evening absolutely you know he didn't get to go to bed for like two hours after his bedtime because he was being he wasn't allowed to leave the sofa until he finally admitted who had uh, squirted mummy's expensive paints all over him and his sister um, and Bloopy had done it. Bloopy oh. the bear had done this. Is, and is he a problematic bear? He's a very naughty bear, is Bloopy. He gets up to all sorts of mischief. Right. And so there's a genuine, there's a genuine belief. I that think Bloopy caused the credit crunch. That's true. So, so my sister couldn't say to him, "Will Bloopy's just a toy?" Because she couldn't break his heart. So she, what she said and said was, mm. "I know that Bloopy didn't do this because he's not tall enough to have reached. He would yeah. have needed some help." And so, but, he, but if you ask him, is Bloopy real? He'd say, no, he's a toy. So they have a very strange kind of compartmentalised belief in this. And I think Father Christmas probably falls into the Don same Foster division. Don Foster didn't sign the pledge. Bloopy did. <laughs> no, Imagine he Bloopy. came out. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm afraid you're very much mistaken. Although the photograph would look like I signed the pledge, you look more carefully, you'll find that, in fact, it was Bloopy. <laughs> he's been castigated, and no more we said with that. That would have solved their problem. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Bloopy did it. Bloopy. Naughty Bloopy. <laughs> Naughty Bloopy making promises you had no, we had no intention of keeping. <laughs> In the unlikely uh, occasion we had some power. So, so I think uh, when, I, when it became official to me that Father Christmas wasn't real... Were you um, shocked and upset? No, not at all, because I just obviously I, I think I'd known it for years before. But I was aw- awoken by the noise of my mum coming into the room with the stocking. Hmm. And as she put it down, I woke up and I looked at her. Mm. And she she saw me awake and she said she greeted me with the the traditional Christmas greeting mm. of you tell your sister and I'll kill you. <laughs> oh ho ho! <laughs> no, she went back to bed. So that was, that was my my discovery of the truth, Father Christmas. We're, 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 I, I hope no one listening hasn't heard this before. We've just broken it. Ju- Ju- Judith is 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 never going. It's going to be told that there is no Father Christmas and some children are stupid. Are you really going to do it? Can you really bring yourself to? Yeah, of course. Because what I've understood from lots of parents is you don't need to tell your children about Father Christmas. The world will do well, that Well, she's not ever going to get any presents from Father Christmas, so that's not, not going to be an issue. Why not? But, she'll, your... she'll, but for example, the Tooth Fairy, do I mind that whether she bothers about the Tooth Fairy? No, I mean, she can she can believe in the Tooth Fairy if it's a make-believe belief, but otherwise it's lying to children, and I don't necessarily agree with lying to children. Do you know in France they don't have the Tooth Fairy? They have a little mouse. A tooth mouse? The little mouse comes and takes the teeth. I think I prefer that. There's something sinister about the Tooth Fairy. Whereas a mouse seems more appropriate. A mouse does seem more appropriate. Uh, you think a mouse could have something to do with it? Do uh, 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 you agree with lying to children then? Mm. No, I don't. And this is why I have a real dilemma with it, the whole Father Christmas thing. Because especially as a, as a Christian, so you you have children who grow up and they say, well, hang on, Father Christmas is pretend, the Easter Bunny is pretend, <laughs> the Tooth Fairy is pretend. What else is there? Something else you've got to Yeah, it's like, well... Have you been about lying about other things? Exactly. Well, so, of course, Jesus but, is pretend, no, if that's exactly, your, and how what you it, raise and your children. But also, what it sounds like is, not only, of course, Jesus is pretend, but it sounds like 
the parents never believed it either and were just making it up as another story. So I think, yes. as a Christian, that's a particularly dangerous exactly. thing. Exactly, I really struggle with what to do now. But my, my Christian friends who have children tell me that there's nothing you can do about stop. They, you can't stop your kids well, from what doing you, what you just because say, the world will make sure they Well, know. what if you just say, um, it's play play, it's make believe. It's like yeah. when you play doctors and nurses or whatever. I think it's, a, it's a game. We all play a game where we pretend there's a man called Mr. Father Christmas. It's great fun. Mm-hmm. And he, but if you explain it in that context, but you, you still give a stocking at that point because otherwise, yours is the only kid who Father Christmas didn't visit. Whom? Whom Father Christmas didn't Father visit. Father Christmas doesn't visit children who abuse the accusative. <laughs> that's that's the prime premise of his naughty and nice yes. list. Have you been naughty? Nice. <laughs> to grammar. Yeah. So yeah, so I want I would... a bigger amount of presents this year. Nothing for you, little boy. It number, not amount. <laughs> You'll be getting a lot less presents. <laughs> oh no! What have I done? That's how it would go. Yes. So, so I think if you don't give your kid a stocking, that's that's problematic because they're the only one who doesn't get one. That just seems miserable. No, do but I don't have any problem with saying Father Christmas is pretend. But let's pretend he, you know. For do the you sake think that Muhammad Hussein or Moses Cohen gets a stocking? <laughs> Probably yes. I'd be surprised if they didn't. You are so sheltered, aren't you? You're no, because Father Christmas isn't a, a faith-based con- he is. idea. He's Saint Nicholas. Only a long time ago, Father Christmas is a is a is a totally Coca-Cola. A, 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 you know, that's a complete myth. He's made by Coca. It's a myth. It isn't actually. A all myth. they did was change the colour of his suit. He was green, and Coke turned him. And red. he was also more of a wizenly sort of figure. No, no, it was Coke just made him red. He apparently. wasn't such a chubby character. Okay, well. The the thing is, he's completely agnostic. His Father Christmas. He's I agnostic. Know. I don't know whether I believe in myself <laughs> right. or not. I seem very improbable. <laughs> I mean, how does the whole reindeer <laughs> presents thing work? Oh dear! Some some stand up comedians actually do a shtick on that sort of thing, and they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. But they do, nevertheless. He's so yes. I would think You're I what? like I like the solution of explaining that it's pretend, but doing it anyway. You're going to be sitting and watching the Queen's speech tomorrow. It's the day after tomorrow, Nick. Whenever. Uh, no, I've never ever seen the Queen's Speech in all my ling- live long years. Never at all? Not, never once. I've no idea what it actually is. I assume it's just her sitting there wibbling away at the camera about... About... How, how, how lovely it's all been. This year I'm very pleased that I'm my pleased that son is and... No, they won't even talk about that. My grandson is going to I met a Pekinini this year and he <laughs> reminded me about how well the Commonwealth has helped us all to see each other. That sort of thing. That's, it's possible, of course, it's, it's written for her. She hasn't ever yes. uttered a word mm-hmm. that hasn't been written for her. Uh, and so that's the Queen's. So, so your family never said, be quiet now, no, it's time for her. not even my grandparents when we used to, well, have, used to have to spend Christmas up in Wales. Well, that's odd. I would have thought they would have wanted to. Why not? It's never, I don't know why my grandparents... Because grandparents are normally the uh, instigators to, yes. of the viewing, but they didn't seem to care. Maybe they were Welsh nationalists or something, I don't know. <laughs> they probably were. Uh, but yeah, so I've never, I've never seen it in my life. We've never had... I hear about people who aren't allowed their presence until after the Queen's speech. Like I three think that's, or something. That is it? child abuse right there. Mm. That's a cream tea situation. I think so. That will allow people to get their presence before... You make your mum and dad a cream tea. Then you'll, you'll get, get your presents presence in the morning. It probably would work. <laughs> you excuse me. You're not excused. What about... Oh, oh well. <laughs> what about... Um, did you ever have to? Did you, for any reason, ever have to go to church at Christmas? Why would I? Exactly. I, that's why I'm asking um, you the question. Actually, intru- uh, I wonder whether uh, there was a strange uh, circumstance. Uh, yes, funnily enough, there you when, go, we you first, when we first came to this uh, country, we went on holiday over Christmas to St David's uh, in the Pembrokeshire coast in mm-hmm. Wales, 
And just to see what it was like, I think we attended a midnight there you go. mass just to have a look at it mm-hmm. spectacle, and it was terribly boring. Terribly oh, dull. was it a midnight mass or a midnight communion? Was it Catholic or Anglican? What if the Welshers do? Probably he was probably Judge Wales. Then, probably yeah. well, the Welsh. Are we, are they still call it midnight mass. It sounds better than midnight communion. Well, they don't call it midnight mass because they they wouldn't. Well, I would. People colloquially call yeah, it. Yeah. So midnight mass. if but the thing that happens at midnight, I was just wondering with you went whether to... you are actually being a cannibal or not. I still call it midnight <laughs> mass. <laughs> well, I just wonder whether you would have gone through the whole whole Catholic ordeal at uh, midnight rather well, no, than the Anglican not. ordeal. I think it was the Anglican ordeal, which I think is more boring because you don't even get as many smells and things. It, they, it's it, what's what confuses me about. Uh, Anglican uh, Christmas service, midnight services, is that they ignore midnight. Really? So they start at 11 or 11.30 traditionally, mm-hmm. and they finish around half 12. Mm-hmm. That's the tradition. They go, hooray! Um, and no one does that. So midnight will come and go without mention by the front. So as a teenager, mm-hmm. or a youth worker in those situations, mm-hmm. my reaction was always to just, just have a little way on our row. And ignoring the fact that someone was being solemn or praying at the front. It's like, how have all the awful things to do to ignore the moment of Christmas arriving at a Christmas service? Everyone's so solemn and stupid and po-faced about it. It drives me around the bend. You know these these terrible people who ban Christmas? No, I've never heard about that. Apart from Oliver Cromwell. Yeah, exactly. The the, the Christians, yes. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's quite funny in this country, the only people ever to have ban Christmas have been very strong Christians. (laughs) I always point that out to people when they go, somebody was going on about Winterville recently. I said, you do realise the only people ever actually to have banned Christmas have been Christians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, uh, But... I assume you know the actual Winterville story. Yes, the Birmingham Council, they just they just titled the season Winterville, yes, didn't they? Which, which was, contained Christmas carols, Christmas services. No, but also, I mean, the season, but the season also included Halloween and all the things that went oh, okay. over winter. Right. So, you know, from Halloween right till January and other festivals. Oh, okay, so yeah. The whole area, it's called like the Winter Festival, mm-hmm. sure. Sure, winter festival. Yes, because there isn't only one. Even if you're a Christian, there isn't only one festival in in winter at all. Indeed. Um, so it's called Winterville, which included Christmas, and there was a big Christmas banner saying "Merry mm-hmm. Christmas," and there were carol singers and all sorts, as you say. Yes. And of course, they're, oh, they're replacing Winterville because the Muslims and Jews have told them to get rid of Christmas. <laughs> Damn Muslims and, and of Jews! Course, of course, again, the only people who have ever gotten rid of Christmas in this country have been the Christians. Mm-hmm. So there you are. I, I love that. I also love the fact that it come that story comes out every single year. There's not been a year in yes. probably since Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> <laughs> since the restoration. And that's how come we're not allowed to celebrate Christmas anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing this Christmas? You said you're gonna have your your Waitrose meal. We're gonna have a Waitrose meal. We're going up to uh to Victoria's Parents. We'll probably be having a hearty walk through the Yorkshire Tales. Oh lovely. One goes for walks, doesn't one? I shall be spending Christmas Day on my own, and I can't wait. <laughs> you won't, though, will you? I really will. Well, Craig will be here, my cat. Why aren't you going uh, to, to your parents? Have you because they are... Yeah, I've divorced my parents. Oh, right. No, my family is spending Christmas in Wales with my sister. Why aren't you going to Wales with your sister? Not Wales, France. Oh, I said Wales. Because <laughs> uh, well, we spend Christmas in Wales, that's why. Mm. With my sister in France, in Brittany. That's okay. a very lovely area. It's a beautiful house, and with a beautiful... They've got giant jeets we can stay in. It's gonna be, it would be lovely, but... On, it would be from the 23rd to the 29th, so essentially my only week off I get a year you every uh, every day is a week off that's true too but the only time I, I, a rock paper shotgun isn't updated is that week and the idea of spending that week away from all the fun things I want to do just sounds just like torture to me but it could be it, so two years ago when they fun. were there uh, I stayed at home and I had a lovely day of just hanging out on my own and had really enjoyed it and the plan is to do that again this mm. year it's very I very much look forward to it 
But you're no I'll longer around to see your friend who's also spent Christmas. You're no on his longer own. a single man. Well, I shall be seeing my lady partner in the evening. If you could be bothered. No, she's coming down to see me, so I don't have any choice. Uh, that's a pity because you really uh, want to do your own company. You don't want. I could to lock the door, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so pretend you're not in. Yeah. I've. Been, I've... Hello. He's not in. <laughs> that's it's Father Christmas. I'm busy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Go away. <laughs> that's the plan. So she'll be, she'll be with her parents and she'll come down. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you go up with her? Because I hate them. No, fair enough. No, they? I don't. They're lovely. Her parents are really lovely, but they're probably I, quite hateful. Because people. I figure this is going to be probably one of the last Christmases I get to spend alone, so I'm taking it while I can. Because I'll probably have the the right to spend Christmas on my own, robbed from me from now on. And so I'm going to grab this one. Why? Because you're in, going to be go, entering prison. I'll be uh, <laughs> joined. I'm going to become a conjoined twin. Oh, are you? Excellent. Yes. I'm going to have another very similar to me looking person sewn onto my right hand side. <laughs> Excellent. And so Christmas Day will be spent with him. Oh. In future. Why don't you get a lady sewn on? Because I think it will make Laura jealous. Fair enough. Yeah. She, then if she gets bored with you, she can always use your twin. Exactly. Okay. So that's the plan, so there'll be no more Christmases alone. So I think I just I love the idea. I really do. People keep thinking I'm lying or I'm wrong. But it's just it's honestly I did it last the year before last and it was such bliss. You have a bath? No, I should though. I might do but the problem is Craig's in the house. It's no fun having a bath when someone else is in the house, is it? Well tell him to leave the house and then you can have a, a nice bath with smells in it. That's a good idea. That's you should just just kick him it's out. It's quite hard to convince someone to leave the house on Christmas Day. <laughs> just say get out. Last time we cooked send him nice, to the pub. We cooked a nice roast together last time. I imagine we'll do that again this time. Send him to the pub. Um, he's not really a pub sort of person. Why not? Because he's right. <laughs> Are you a pub person? No, I'm not. But you're English. I know. Why not? Though you you English love pubs, don't you? I just they make me so sad. There is something a little a little dowdy about even a good pub. A little dowdy? I'm saying of even a good pub. Uh, I don't know. Even a good pub is a little dowdy. Oh, even a good pub is a lot dowdy. Uh, so when you hear the, all these stories about, oh, all these pubs closing down, do you, do, you, do you shed a tear? Well, I feel sorry for people whose livelihoods are lost. But, but do you shed a tear for the loss of the institution? No, not in the slightest. I think they're nasty places full of they're not drunkenness. Cafe, they're not cafe culture places, are they? No. On, the other, on the other hand, is there any other public place where wherein you Brits can join <laughs> well um in if you get shopping malls if you step outside of sleepy little villages like Bath mm-hmm. then places are open after 7 o'clock you can go for a coffee a coffee shop would be nice if oh just one coffee shop after open after 7 in Bath that's all I want You'd think they would be. I mean, it's a tourist city. It's crazy. What's wrong with it? It's a student city as well. It's got two large universities. It doesn't make sense. Does it have any coffee shops? Many, many, many coffee shops. Any independent Starbucks ones? Starbucks shuts at half past seven. Independent. There's a great independent called Jika Jika, and even they shut at seven, which was Why? mystifying. But what is it And about? they've got a liquor licence as well, so it makes no sense. That seems odd to me. They must have oh. made the calculation, though, that they can't make money. You assume so. Well, the thing, I guess the thing is, if you were a coffee shop open in the evening, no one would know nobody to go would, to you. No, no, nobody wants to be the first one. To... <laughs> so I would. I'd be merrily in there at, at night time. There was one called... Um, nobody wants to drink coffee. Doolally's. That was, it was a horrible name, but it, it, it was open at night time and sold coffees at night. Uh, it's now closed it down. It closed down because their landlord did some silly shenanigans. Yeah, as landlords I wanted to do. That's true. Are you a turkey sceptic? No, no, I like turkey. I think chicken is better, if we're honest, but you get more with turkey, and that's the advantage. You do get more with turkey, plus turkey cooked well does have a flavour unto itself. I, I mm. don't know, people who disagree with that and say, oh, it tastes well, the problem is it's badly a, made. It's a drier, I mean, it is a drier meat it's than a chicken. Dry meat if it's, uh, but also, I think, you don't care about animal welfare and so on, so you buy the most, <laughs> oh, yeah, the most, cheap, about the most cheap netto chicken you can get, 
and the most cheap netto turkey you can get. So you get really abused birds who well, are, I just are pallid and dry, I whereas I, I, I would purchase a better quality bird and mine would taste nice. I think the sadness actually tastes really nice. <laughs> the, yes. the pain, you can... The, the pain flavours the flesh. Laura always says that it's the it's the little dying squeals that gives it their delicious flavour. Mm, so. Is she squeamish about eating meat? No, they, not ladies in the often are. No, not in the slightest. I, I, I know. Well, she worked for Pfizer, for goodness' sake. I, I know of several ladies who don't like to be reminded that they're eating eating meat and wood. They don't mind it when it's processed, no. but when it's Laura, an Laura will steak. make the the little dying squeals joke in front of her vegetarian friends. And what do your vegetarian friends do? They probably don't have the energy to react. That's right. They just sort of they try to cry. <laughs> yeah, sort of wheezing, wheezing, collapsing sound. Oh, so the lungs can barely open. Up. That's right. Could you be a vegetarian? No. Well, yeah. yeah obviously, I could if I. You could. If I, for you some reason die, I needed but you'd be to be upset. I would miss. You'd feel you were missing things. I would miss out on the meat portion of each meal. What would you use to try and make up for try it? Try to make up for it. I'll try and make up for it. You wouldn't say trying and, would you? You wouldn't say. I am trying and answer the phone. So you don't say try and either. <laughs> I, you are going to learn this one eventually. I am trying to answer the phone. Exactly. So you don't say I'm trying and answer the phone. No, it's a so I try it, and it's is a, incorrect. It's a different idiomatic construct. It's, it's not it's no such thing. It's exactly the same. You're it wrong. You're wrong. I've researched this. You intensely. didn't research it. You just. I've researched it intensely. It's an accepted idiom and has been for a very long time. It's wrong and sounds stupid. It's, it's 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 accepted. Try to, try to accept that you're wrong. Try and accept. Try then start accepting that you're wrong. It doesn't make any sense. Nor does try to. Nor does no, it. but try to at least. If you if you analyse any arbitrary idiom, especially one that contains prepositions, as I've said before, you're on a slippery slope, young. young. I like how tired we both are for this podcast. Young Walker. Our Christmassy. Well, it cheer is. It is. It's, feels it's lacking. No, it's more of that sort of. Oh, I, I, just, like I just had a big meal at the on Christmas Day. I'm lying down with with me me meat in of Quality Street. Meat in of Quality Street. Yes. Mm-mm. We have tins of Quality Street, and we. No one has. It. Do you know what happens if you get? This is a, a scientific fact. What? If you get a tin of Quality yes. Street or roses. Yes. Have I said this before on the podcast? No. Okay. I thought you'd give me that look, which suggests I'm about no. to repeat myself, and I, you're enjoying. I, I, it. I just generally detest you. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and get that if you put that in a cupboard <laughs> or a larder mm-hmm. for six months. When you open it, it'll be full of old pens. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not at my grandmother's house, it wasn't. Oh, no. I've, I've done that experiment at my grandmother's yes. house. It's full of pills. Pills, is it? And medicine. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. It's extraordinary. The chocolates just don't last. <laughs> no. they, 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 they trans- Something happens. Transmogrify. Yeah, so we yes. know that they can transform around to pens or, or pens. Felt tip pens very often. Pills. Well, scratchy old biros that don't actually work anymore, <laughs> but they will scratch the paper into what, into what you want to say. <laughs> It's styluses more than, than <laughs> yes, yeah. right. When did you last need to write something longer than a sentence with a pen or a pencil? When did I last need to or when did I last do it? When did it last occur? It last occurred about a year ago. When really? I, when, Gosh. when I wrote a note to a traffic warden telling him not to give me a ticket. For what reason? Because I was allowed to park in my officer's bridal parkway, even though it had a yellow line across it, and he could—he was invited to examine the deeds if he didn't believe me. <laughs> right. The last—it was a few Thursdays ago when I was taking notes at a video game event, 
So it's, I quite often take Why notes. Why did you use your keyboard? Because it's impractical when using another computer to then have it try to have another computer propped up on the desk. No, it's easier to scribble in my notepad. You can just transfer it to a USB stick or upload it to the cloud. No, because I need to create it. If I'm sat at looking at a, a video a game. Yes. So you've got a laptop or you've got a notebook, both of which are objects which take away your attention. No, a little notepad. I can just scribble with a pen. Whereas if I'm trying to, or have you got a little notepad book and below a notepad computer, and you can type with your fingers. What's the difference? Because it's a, it's a just because you use the word scribble in one in one breath and type in the other doesn't necessarily one mean one is more distracting than the other. You're being silly. You could use an iPad. I, mean, I could, couldn't I? I've noticed that a lot of people, uh, a lot of games journalists, have their own, or perhaps journalists have their own very distinct notepad that they like to use. Mm-hmm. So that's Kieran just not... precious, I think. Do you think so? I always try to buy the same type of pads because I think that, the... not because I'm being precious, but because I think it's the most practical. What does Kieran do? Kieran has a very thin, you know, those um, little reporters' notebooks. That seems. No, a... no, not the reporters. Those are the, they're bound, aren't they? No, the little. Um... Oh, I can't remember what they're called now. Something precious and weedly. They're like the thin. They're not. They're not ring bound. They're just bound on the side. Mm. Little A6 notepads he uses. Oh, okay. And what about uh, what about your other colleagues? Let's, let's see if we can determine their character from the notebooks okay. they use. So Kim uses this little thin exercise book, effectively. A little A6 one, tiny yeah, one. Yeah. Like, I think they like they use them for account books or something yeah. like that. Something like that, yes. You use... I use a uh, an A5... Bible. Uh, <laughs> I use a Bible. I like between writing. the lines. Yeah, fair enough. So that, that's telling. No, I use a, 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 one of those plastic-covered, lined A5 mm-hmm. pads with a, ring, with a metal binding on the, on the left side. Right. And Quinn's uses a board book. He uses... Uh, <laughs> My first ABC. He uses crayons. Yes, on a board on, book. On, on scraps of paper we give him to keep him busy. <laughs> from a photocopy. That's right, yes. That's right, from the photocopy. <laughs> Or from, from the dot matrix printer. It's a big fan fault. You can make a nice banner. That's hey, right. for one paper shot done. That's right. Well and done. he colours it in. <laughs> Keeps him busy. Yeah. yeah. Does he stay in the lines? Uh, he does his very best. Do you actually print stuff out on the dot matrix that he can colour in from Print Shop Pro? No. We should no. try that. He'll, he'll, he'll like that. He Maybe we it. should. Yes. Uh, uh, but he's more of a creative type, so he likes, doesn't, he likes to draw his own thing to colour in rather than someone oh, else's. Oh, bless. Yeah. And, and and what about um, Jim Rosignol? What is he? Jim Rosignol. I imagine he uses a quill. He uses reporters' notebooks. <laughs> reporters' notebooks and a quill. So traditional yeah. uh, yes, reporters' notebook and a quill. That's it. Yes. And that's all of them. <laughs> that's right. That's that's all of the rock paper shotgun writers. Yes, there is. I noticed another name on your. Rock Alec paper. uses exercise books. I think. Yeah. I noticed another name on your yes. on your rock paper that wasn't one of those who seemed to. Not, who was he? Is it Al Bickham writing about World of Warcraft? Well, do you have other people writing on your website? There's, um, How does that work? There's, I've do just completely blanked on his name, which is so rude of me. He does a board game no, column. Some, some, some little man we get Famous, from the village. To do the the guy off the BBC Two show. We get this uh, little man from the Pennsylvania guy, uh, Rab. C. Nesbitt. He does our uh, board game column on a Saturday. We have Lewis Denby. Board game, as in board games. Yeah. But you're a PC gamer, only. I know, we have Louis Proctor and Louis Denby do stuff. We have um, Keza MacDonald wrote something for us recently. Um, who's the most famous person who's ever written for Rock Papers Shop? Oh, we just, had a, we just had a football manager review written by... A football um, manager? Ace, a uh, guy from that band. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. From Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey wrote off it. But no, <laughs> um, Thingy from the band that people like. <laughs> the Blurs? That's the right, The Blurs. From The Blurs. He wrote our football manager review. He's quite famous. He's yeah. a singer. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But then otherwise, it's just fa- people famous within the games industry who, who you, are not who you'll say won't count. No, they, they they don't count. Well, would you agree that Sid Meier is famous? He's never written for Rock Shotgun, I should add, but Sid Meier is famous. It, it was, my mother wouldn't know who he was. No, that's true. Peter Molyneux is relatively famous. Yeah, again, my mother wouldn't know who No, he but was. then your mother might not know who a bunch of stand-up comedians are either. Name one. Name a stand-up comedian? Yes, whom she wouldn't know. Uh, Ed Byrne. I don't know him, really. Oh, you must know Ed Byrne. He's very good. How so? He's funny. Well, in what manner is he funny? What is he... Oh, have you ever noticed how at Christmas time the turkey's always so dry? Me old mam used to put it in at three in the morning and it would only be ready when the fire brigade arrived. Yes, that's exactly what he says. Is that the sort of thing he does? Yeah, that's right. Do you like my little routine? It was, on, it was good. <laughs> it was good. You should be an Irish comic. I should. Who was that man who was the Irish comic who was old and smoked? Uh, Dave Green? Dave, no, Dave... No, Dave Green. Yes, but remember him. He was on ITV... Yes, and he was famously a sit-down comic. People liked him. They did like him. He was told stories and he was laconic and... Relatively innocuous. 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 That pims has gone to my head. It has. That's what happens I when you have to drink. drive this evening. That's what happens when you drink neat pims. That's the probably should never do it. Yes. What's his name? You see, we were talking there. Yeah, we were a couple of weeks ago. Weren't we? Forget names and Dave, stand-up comedian man, oh, Irish Charles, Dave O'Byrne, Dave McCready. <laughs> Dave McPaddyhan. That's it. Dave McPaddyhan. That's it. That's right. Dave McPaddyhan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't I, I still remain a stand-up. Jasper Carrot. That's right. <laughs> I heard uh, an old Jasper Carrot sketch. Oh, yeah. The day, I don't know why. And it was really a little bit sad. <sighs> it was a little embarrassing because I, I do remember thinking he was very funny. Oh, when I was a kid, I always thought he yeah. was the, the bee's knees. But that's the problem. When you read your Enid Blyton's, you watch your Jasper Carrots, you read your Bibles, and you realise that things that you thought were wonderful as a kid are a bit... bit, bit, bit I said the Bible is the opposite. As a kid, I thought it was dreadfully boring, but as an adult, it's quite exciting. Have you read Robert Crumb's Genesis illustration? No, I haven't. That sounds great. I've read it. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, you're a Jew, so you, of course you No, can. I've read it. I, I read That's it. like Jew squared. No, it's what's interesting about it is he doesn't... There's no editing or anything. He just takes the um, a, fa- a faithful rendition of it. I don't know whether mm-hmm. it's King James or whether it's whatever else. And just basically illustrates every sentence. Oh, wow, that sounds fantastic. You know, and if it, if it goes a bit weird, he'll just literally illustrate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said he couldn't... Are there anything? And what's interesting is the the women are still slightly Robert Crummy with big big breasts and right. quite forceful people. And um, God, I fear, does have a beard. Good. He does look. If like if it turns out that God doesn't have a beard, I'm going to be very disappointed. I don't care if he's some sort of star system of made of col- cost, co- constellations and and extraordinary lights and but dark matter. I want him to have a beard. It has to have a beard. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. The star system needs to have this. Just pin a pin on comedy beard. <laughs> yes. Ho that's, ho ho! I know oh, that Santa Claus. You, you muddled them up again. I did. You see how easy it's it's God. You're not going to tell your torture about. No. <laughs> if you're naughty, he'll punish, he won't give you a present. That's but, right. But Santa Claus will. Santa Claus is more merciful than God, I think. That's been me. The big lies. Sorry, am I boring you? So you don't have to bring up the fact that I'm yawning. I'm very tired. Why are you tired? Because I don't sleep very much. Why not? Because I'm ill-designed. What are you going to do when you have a child? 
I'm probably going to commit suicide. <laughs> I think you will because yes. you know you need to learn to sleep. Well, no, I'm I'm I cope on very little sleep, so I'll probably cope quite well with it. Like Margaret Thatcher. No, I don't cope on four hours sleep. Thank goodness, but I, I, I six. I seem to muddle through. Six, one. six is a perfect. It isn't enough. Eight would be what I would want. Mm, but you don't get it. I never get eight because I have a child already. <laughs> yes, stupid the whinging. Chi- it's a child, child inside you. No, it's a stupid whinging cat child. No, I think it's a child inside of you. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, should we wish everybody a merry? I don't Eid? think we're quite done yet. No, we've got a few minutes to go. As tired as we feel, uh, it's one of those. Well, uh, I don't. I'm quite happy to have a slow, tired podcast. It's perfect, I think, for the twenty third of for December. The Chris- well, no, but people should listen to this on Christmas Day. Then it'll really tally with the way they feel after their big meal in front of her Madge. Watching <laughs> what's other cliche? Watching the Great Escape or something. Yes. I imagine the Great Escape hasn't actually been on on Christmas Day for about thirty years. But oh, but you know what? Oh, should... it is now. Yeah, but that would have been the case. But now with cable, it's bound to be on every year. Morecambe and Wise. Mm-hmm. Come on, don't say that they're any good. They were. Uh, some of the sketches were all, no, they well weren't. written, and delivered. No, uh, not all of them, but some of them were very funny. No, they weren't. I disagree. They were. Sort I think. Of... I think Eric Morecambe was a very funny performer. I think Ernie Wise wasn't. It was the weak link of it. But... He was the uh, Andrew Collins. He was. Yeah. Although you are rather overrating Richard Herring there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the point with Richard Herring. Richard Herring needs to be somebody's fall guy, really. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why I think there's a problem with the Collins and Herring that he can't be the more perspicacious mm-hmm. one of the two. It doesn't make any sense. It's interesting. I always thought the dynamics for this podcast would work with the other way around. I thought I would be the one who was pushing mm. pushing things or being naughty and you would be trying to control things and be sensible. I, when we started doing this, I really thought it would be that way around. Yes. And I think in most other circumstances it is. So when I do the podcast with Jim, he tends to be kind of, OK, let's talk about this. Yeah, Jim, Jim, James is sensible. Or when I did the when I recorded it a few weeks ago with Laura, it was I started you know being the naughty one. You were naughty, and, and Laura be silly. had to pull you in. Yeah. Exactly, but it's quite. I'm very surprised it's the other way around here. I am surprised. Uh, well, what we should do is we should record one with James at some point, assuming he's ever available. And then we'll it would see. be nice. Well, you know, he's a father as well. I am too. But he, uh, yes, I don't make such excuses like yes, he does. But he he's he works from home and looks after the child during the day. Well, that's his choice. He can bring the child into the podcast. He could. He'd be very welcome to into the studio. We could chloroform it, and then it won't make any noise. Mm-hmm. With Judith's been on the podcast before. That's true. So little Jacques could be on as well. Uh, Ruben. Right. We should have a a um, a playpen in the studio. Yes. For any visiting babies. I think that would be a wise thing to do. And then mm-hmm. they could contribute to the podcast when it's flagging, as it is now. Yes. And uh, otherwise, you know, having a baby going, Mama or Coo, would enliven an otherwise moribund. No, those tiny magnets that you're playing with. Yes. Did you steal any from me at any point? Because there's a huge number missing. I don't think I did. I think your cat probably ate them. Yes, you think so. Yeah. Uh, where do you get them from? Uh, from a website, Buckyballs, they're called. So they're basically... They're, they're rare earth magnets. They're, they're tiny magnets, but each magnet mm-hmm. looks like a um, a ball bearing. Yes. And then they all join together. And they're tremendous fun to play with. You can build remarkable things with them. They are great. Magnets are... Rare Go to Buckyballs' website, Buckyballs. It's a really, they're really great toys. Uh, yeah, I imagine they're quite bad for hard drives and, and yes. credit cards and so forth. Absolutely. But no, I, I would recommend them as an ideal Christmas or Eid or Hanukkah present, or Yule indeed. Mm, a bit late now though. Have you ever had a Yule log? Yes. Really? Yes. What are they? Just chocolate Just cakes? chocolate logs, aren't they? Are they? That's a shame. I, I was so. hoping there'd be something a little bit more imaginative about yes. them. Yes. 
I've never had one yet. How will you be celebrating the 12 days of, of Christmas? Um, will you be having debauched sex with all you know? Yes, and, and then in the end you sacrifice a carrot or something, such, mm-hmm. isn't it? I can't remember. I'm very weak on my pagan winter festivals. Will you be installing your tree? No, I can't be bothered with decorating for Christmas. I think decorating for Christmas is something you do for children, and I don't have any, so... But when you have something, you'll be decorating. Oh, absolutely, yes. I'll go. I'll probably go overboard at that point. Well, that's the only way. I think people who are, who are tasteful in their decorations are missing the point. Yes. Well, yeah, I don't know. When, yeah, I suppose so. See, when... I, I live in a working-class area, and so therefore my houses are ridiculously full of lights and stuff. So I do on. like that. That is fun. Yeah. When there's a house in Guildford, which I used to go to visit every year. That um, surprises me, and Guildford is a middle-class area. Well, this is a, and this is an especially middle-class area. This is Very up unusual. in... Um, Todd's Lane, I think it was called. Toff's Lane. Toff's Lane. Mm. There's a house that every year would just decorate even with increasing amounts, so his entire house and roof and garden would just be mm. filled with these elaborate lights, and there'd be a little collection bucket for a charity outside. Because he got so many people pulling over to stop. And it was, yeah, it was always fun to go have a look at that. Well, there's a, there are two houses near us, two ends of terrace, mm-hmm. and they combine their decorations through the alleyway and string things between them and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, lovely. Well, that, that, that's always nice. We, we yes. go... We go and have a little um, chav exploratum around Christmas mm-hmm. time and look at all the all the ridiculously exuberant um, Rudolphs jumping over chimneys. That's yeah, good. I like it. I think it's look. great. There is a Jesus and Mary in lights. Um, and the church near your house? No, not oh, just no. in a house. But a flare, the sort of, I think Jesus is flicking between Mary's breast and her hands. So flick, 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 <laughs> something like <laughs> That's that. That's brilliant. All made out of little lights. Yes. Lovely. Beautiful. So, you won't be partaking of any of that because you agree with our Lord Protector that that's too pagan. <laughs> Do I? Who's our Lord Protector? Oliver Cromwell, you fool. Oh, sorry. That's why I refuse to eat mince pies. Do you know why I refuse to eat mince pies? I don't. Because I love mince pies. They're delicious. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, in the old days, mince pies used to have minced meat in them. Yes, it did. proper meat. And that makes me excited, whereas just this, just the fruity flabbiness left over doesn't. If they have the fruity flabbiness with real meat, I'd like a mince pie. I'd be interested to try one. Shall we, shall we try and make one? We could try to. Not today, though. Not today, but I think we should actually find a traditional mince pie recipe mm-hmm. and make a proper mince pie and see what we've been missing. Splendid. Okay. Right, I think we should stop then, because otherwise we're both going to fall asleep. I am going to fall asleep. The studio is warm and Christmassy at the moment. It is. It smells of mild wine and the fug of Jesus. And we've done the 42 minutes, so it's perfect for our American broadcast. I wish you a merry Yule and a happy new year. Yeah. So we'll be back. We won't. Obviously, we won't have one next week. Won't we? Because it'll be in the gap between. Unless we meet each other, we might. It seems unlikely, but we it's shall possible. be. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. Never say unlikely. never, as James Bond said. That's true. Um, and we will, but we will be back in the new year. We will. For rum doing 2011. 2011. Tw- space year 2011. <laughs> Bums. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry. Merry.